G'day, g'day, g'day. This is Rita Joanne and welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast, how to take your passion and turn that over into a profession. Today's topic is all about optimization and consistency. That's a question that is out there in the hemisphere, <laughs> southern hemisphere, I should say, since I'm there. And I want to speak directly about that and what optimization means and what consistency is for you to be able to turn that passion into a profession. Now, the first things first, optimization generally means optimizing a resource such as time. How do you get the most out of this thing called time? Now, I'm forever trying to hack my time, seeing how best I can actually rearrange it, gain more benefits from it. One of the things I'm finding is that when I create content on social media, that takes a lot of time, not the work, but I get distracted from seeing other people's posts. So the first thing to optimize your time is distractions. And I'm yet to, well, actually what I've done, to master, I've taken off Facebook, I've taken off Instagram on my phone. So I don't have those on my phone, so I can't actually go and check those. The only two apps I have on my phone are LinkedIn and TikTok because I create content consistently for TikTok. Uh, and I upload it to my phone because I can't be done on a PC. And on LinkedIn, I, I post there about once a week on articles that I write. So I'm sharing that with you because that's how I've learned to optimize my time. And to be honest with you, taking off Facebook and Instagram was kind of like a fluke. I changed phones and all my apps kind of carried on to the new phone and all of them kind of logged in through themselves. You know, I didn't have to do anything except for Facebook and Instagram. And so they didn't log in like they did, you know, I had to go and log in and get my password and I thought, I still don't want to do that. So I took off those two things and optimizing time is how to make the most of it. So taking off social media, turning off distractions. I was at lunch with my sister the other day and my sister's not on social media. Oh, she's not, not often, not often. And we're having lunch and all of a sudden I'm watching her look at her phone every seven minutes, like every seven minutes or every three minutes, she's looking at her phone. And I'm looking at what is on that phone. Like she's not actually uploading anything. She's not commenting on anything. She's not liking anything. And it was just like, she's in a WhatsApp group. Like the, in the, in the WhatsApp groups, it's the mum's groups. There are, you know, like family groups and all that. She's getting notifications. And every notification, whether it's on Telegram or WhatsApp, she's just looking at the phone and constantly thinking, I've got to make a phone call. I've got to do this. And I've got... And I said to her, can you stop looking at your phone? Because it's actually minimizing your concentration span. It's teaching you to only spend time a certain short burst of time. Well, I'm talking, when I say short burst, about three to five seconds on something. And what happens is that attention span, that level of attention is carried through to your work. Like if you want to write, if you want to call someone, if you want to have a conversation, if you want to write an actual email or an actual text, that is going to move, move you forward, like sort of create a relationship, you know, like not just for random stuff you're looking at. And I said to her, and she actually said to me, actually my attention span has kind of gone short because I, I do one thing and then my mind goes to something else. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. I mean, we all have that at one stage or another, but that gets exacerbated when we're prone to distractions. So to optimize your time, turn off notifications, make time for when you're going to be on Instagram or on social media. Like I make it a point to be on it in the morning. to so check my messages in at lunchtime when I'm having lunch and I eat my lunch while I'm checking that, which is probably not the best habit, but I'm being transparent here. And um, in the evening. 
So I have a three time and after in the evening, I just leave it aside and I leave it on charge and I don't look at it at all. Turning off the stone, finding your flow time. What is your flow time? Like when do you work to your best? When are you optimally, like, when is the time when you are like, I got this now? For a lot of people, it's working early morning, late evening, 3 a.m. Some people are 5 p.m. I, I once knew someone who was, she wanted to be a writer. And um, she had recently given birth to a little baby. And she was saying, you know, the moment my husband walks in the door, that's when I feel like I need to write. <laughs> like 5 p.m., 5 in the afternoon. Like that's when my genius for writing, my ideas just come out. She's writing a fiction book. And it's just like all these characters come and all these, and I'm like, well, that's a tell and tale, you know that. But what's interesting is that was her flow time. So to know when it is that you can actually optimize your time. For me, after about 5 p.m., 4.35 p.m., I've got to get off and I've got to go and get a workout in. And I do that because my brain's like, I need to do something to just energize me. I need to go and make a meal. I go and do the laundry. I go and uh, go for a workout. Something to get me away from work because my brain feels like I need some space now. And so know, know that about yourself and pay attention to where your peak times are on, your off-peak is. Knowing that about yourself is about self-awareness. And only you can know what the optimum time is for you by just looking at your schedule and trying different things out. The third thing is taking regular breaks. I mean, we all know that, like taking care of yourself. I mean, I'm the first person, I mean, I try and take a 20 minute lunch break every single day. And I try and do that by just focusing on my meal. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I need the, um, the distraction of, I need, and I go for the distraction. And I'm saying that word uh, um, consciously. Because I go on social media and I find people that I find are very interesting and that I want to interview. Like just right now I had lunch and I was on social media and I was on TikTok and I found someone that I thought this would person would be so good. And they were talking about money and how if you think money is, this is I've got to share it with you. Okay, guys, so listen to this. If you think money, it takes hard work to get money. If you think hard work equals a good pay bracket or good revenue or good income, and that's your belief as a kid because you've seen your parents work hard and they've worked overtime so they've earned a little bit more money because they worked overtime. What happens when you turn your passion into a profession and you make money and it comes easy? Your brain is going to fry. Your brain's going to go, wait a second, this is not right. I mean, I've always believed that working hard equals money and I'm not working hard and I'm generating revenue, whatever hard is the definition for you. So... Your brain's going to, and then your brain has to be consistent with your beliefs. Your brain will always want you to be consistent with what you believe in. So either you're not going to go through with that, either you're going to somehow stop that from happening. Something will happen because you have to be in line with your belief. It's just part of the human DNA. And when I heard that about him, I thought I need to interview him and I want him to be on the podcast. And that's what I did. So now that's a great snippet. The belief about money, that money, I mean, doesn't mean money means, um, being sleazy or being, um, what is it, uh, a snake oil salesman or whatever that saying is. It just means we have a saying that, what is your belief about money? And I want to talk about beliefs, which I find that's such an important topic to speak about, which is why I reached out and sent out a notice to interview him. 
uh, on this platform called TikTok, which is just amazing, actually. And remember that when you're turning a passion into a profession, I love Jim Rowan's quote. He says that you don't get paid by the hour. You get paid by the value that you bring to the hour. You don't get paid by the hour. You get paid by the value that you bring to the hour. Think of people like... Um, when someone like Oprah Winfrey goes and does a talk, she's not going to get paid $5,000, $10,000. She's going to get all, because the value that she's bringing, the years of work that she's accrued to bring that value to an audience live. And you've got someone like Richard Branson, Sarah Blakely, uh, all these people, they're not, anybody can just get up and do a talk. You can do a public speaking course, learn how to talk and deliver a talk. And you can take their talk, Oprah's talk, Sarah's talk, Richard Branson's talk, and you can deliver it. But what you don't, what they have, above and beyond is the fact that they have a history, they have a reputation, they have a trust, they have a product, they have a service, they have a reputation that they bring on that stage that is the lever, that is the um, tweaking point, that is the defining factor why they get paid the big bucks, why they get asked to speak versus someone who could deliver the same talk to the same audience, they could just copy their talk, but won't get paid the same amount simply because of what they represent and what they've done in their history. So they bring value to the hour. They don't get paid for the hour, they get paid for the value that they bring. And so that's what you want to think about it. And so optimizing your time is thinking about the value that you bring to the hour and making sure that you completely take your breaks and that you are able to see that when you turn a passion to a profession, you're not being paid for the hour. And that's, there's a difference between employee mindset and entrepreneurship mindset. It's completely different. And there's a transition phase that happens. And if you want me to talk about that, that's a completely different episode, which I'd love to, if you want me to talk on that, please let me know and email me. And then taking care of your body. When I first started turning my passion to a profession, can I say the first thing that I let go of was working out. The very first thing I said, like, there's not much, not much time in the day for that. I let go of working out and it was the biggest, I, I, I'm grateful that I did that because I saw that the result was something that I, I did not like, feeling like blubber. But I loved, I loved the experience of it because now I know I don't want to go back to that. So nowadays when I think, oh, do I need to go to the gym? I'm like, yeah, I need to go to the gym because it's the first thing to go out because it doesn't generate revenue. You're not, uh, unless you're working in the fitness industry and your body is you know, the reputation that you're representing for your work. It's not, it's not getting you closer to your goals in terms of your business goals, your, your professional goals. And, you know, it takes time. It takes effort. And so it's easier to give up. So taking care of your body optimizes your time long term. It makes you feel better. It makes you think clearer. It gives you endorphins. It, um, I, it gives you dopamine, you know, the happy, the happy hormone, the happy is a hormone, the happy chemical that gets injected to you every time you and I do something that is pleasurable. The endorphins build up over time. And that's how I've worked out how to optimize my time. Taking away my distractions, taking away notifications, um, muting notifications, actually muting them, uh, and looking after and taking care of my body. Like just not, not perfectly, but making sure I get to the gym six times, six times a week. I was going to say six times a day. No, six times a week. 
getting to the gym and making time to eat healthy. One of the other things I gave up very early on was that I would go eat takeout. You know, my husband works six days a week. I work six days a week. And um, the easiest thing was to do was get takeout, Indian takeout, Indian, uh, pizza, takeout, uh, whatever was available, right? It was easy. It was quick. It was, you, you, got, you got the job done. And not working out and eating takeout is a bad recipe. <laughs> it's a bad recipe for not feeling healthy, feeling like, ugh. And so what I do now is I plan my meals. I have a salad, a ready-made salad in the in the pack in my fridge, ready to go, packed, rushed. All I got to do is take it out of the pack, mix it up with the dressing, and um, I have something with it, like some protein, like some fish, like some mince, like some um, boiled eggs and some olives, and I just kind of some fruit. I do that because it's quick, it's easy, it's as raw as I can make it. Like I don't eat the meat raw, obviously, but it's quick and easy for me to have in the fridge to ready to go when we get hungry of an evening, obviously. And that has helped huge, a huge amount of time. And so what I want to say is that eating is what goes out first and taking care of your body. But if you can manage your mind and not let those two things go out, because your body is your home. And I know that. And I'm just now working on my journey of getting my body back to where it was, which was fit. I mean, I'm not over, I'm not like, crazy but I was just like I used to like kill it in the gym like I was just like there and I'm getting back to it now and it feels good it actually feels good thank god that I saw the light <laughs> I saw the light that um, it's a big game changer optimizing your body having healthy food healthy body distractions out of the way notifications out of the way and taking some breaks um, completely from your day to day. So that's optimizing your time, but also taking a look at what else is there that you're wasting your time with. And just, you know, on, on a day looking at, okay, I spent an hour doing this. I spent two hours doing that. I spent 30 minutes doing this. That really helps. In fact, I did that. I looked at one of my days and I just started writing what I was doing every time I did a new activity, what time I started it and what time I finished it. And I got scared. And that's when I started to just, decompress the distractions that was happening because that's what was taking away from my work. So I'm sharing that with you guys so you can see how I'm doing it in my own life so that you can see it and develop that and optimize it in your own. And then the second part of the question is of consistency. Consistency, they say consistency is king. And I truly believe in that, even though I haven't always adhered to it. <laughs> I know intellectually that's true. If I'm consistent, I'm always going to be, I'll get results. I know that intellectually. I know my brain tells me that. But I just don't feel sometimes I want to do it consistently. So how did I get myself to do consistently? I've spoken about the gym before in a podcast and how I got myself to get to the gym. And that is because I have a show that I love watching. It's called The Middle. And it's on at about 5 30-ish, and I make sure I have six o'clock. I get myself to the gym at that time so I can watch the show while I'm on the treadmill, while I'm the cross trainer to get my at least five Ks in, six to eight Ks, I, five to eight Ks I do on the treadmill while I'm watching that show. And then, um, and that's what pulls me. So that's how I'm getting consistent by knowing that that show is on and it's, it gives me some relief because I need to get off and stop working at that time anyway to give my brain some space. And I go and do that. The other thing is doing something every single day. I didn't never knew the benefit of it until I did it. And so these past, since October 30, 
I've been doing a video every day and I've been doing a podcast every day, except for yesterday because I was like, you didn't want to hear me yesterday. I was like, that's how I started yesterday because I, I had a cold and I had a sore throat. But thank God I'm much better today. And except for yesterday, I'm missing just one day, which I'm making up for it by doing two episodes today, guys. So you'll get two episodes. <laughs> What's happening is that by doing something every single day, I get to know where my gaps are. I get to, I've understood where my gaps are. So in doing my podcasts, I've been able to plan out a lot better what I want to speak about, plan out a lot better what examples I want to give you, plan out a lot better what stories I can give you so the, what I'm telling you is relatable in real life, not just here's, here's how, to be, how to optimize your time, ABC. I'm actually looking for ways that I'm doing it in my own life so that I can use myself as an example as to how this is working or not working that's been able to be fantastic. The, the second thing that I do consistently is that I've been able to develop grit, a, some level of grit. Grit is pushing through even though you don't want to, for whatever reason. And that grit has taught me, well, what's making me feel like I don't want to? There are times when I don't want to do a video because I haven't, washed, I haven't, um, I haven't got makeup on and my hair looks crazy and I don't want to do a video. Well, I've got to somehow find a way, if I don't want to be on that video, to still create a video, make it engaging, make it valuable, and still upload it. And so what I did was I started to use the board and use the board as a teaching tool instead of me speaking to camera as a teaching tool, right? So I found, like, just, that's just a simple, right? Not like Einstein kind of thinking. It's just something simple. But because I had to get the video done, I had to do a, something different that still required engagement. Uh, and so by doing some consistency, you learn about yourself. You learn about where your gaps are and how to fill the gaps. And if you've listened to the episode this morning about how, how to hit your goals in 2020, which I highly recommend that you listen to if you haven't already, it's, I talk about what the gaps are in a different exercise there. But emotional intelligence is all about learning about your self-awareness, being aware of self. Because when you can be aware of yourself, then you know how to optimize you, your time, your resources, what goals to go for, what goals not to go for, what to say yes to, what to say no to, based on awareness of self, not based on what the current trends are, not based on where the economy is going, not based on any of that. Because when you follow a trend, you're not following exactly what's going to be right for you. Just like fashion. Fashion every six months, three months, two weeks, they've got something new coming out. And people feel compelled to be within fashion, even though it may not look good on them, even though that color does not going to look good on you. Why? Because you're following a trend that says this is going to be good. But for your body type, for you, for your esteem, for your confidence, for your integrity, for your beliefs, it doesn't support you. So why would you go follow a trend that makes you feel crap because that color doesn't look at you or that style doesn't look good on you or that makes you feel um, too skinny or too fat or too whatever, right? And so you need to be careful of when you're stepping into a trend and when you're actually doing something based on what is going to serve you. And I share that with you because I and myself on this consistency part, there are so many distractions of shiny object syndrome. You know, how about I do this and how about I do that and how about I um, create videos or do, you know, just, you know, there are many different distractions. You can go and get a job here or you can go and become 
a manager at a new industry or you can go and become a business owner you can go online and be, have a digital business or you can have an agency or you can and everyone will say to you what i'm doing is right what i'm doing is fantastic and what i'm doing is great and you can go have a multi-level marketing business and you can do there are so many things that are beckoning your attention unless you know what your true north is what's going to align with you you're going to be just chasing something and it'll, it'll feel empty and the only way that i've realized to find my true north to stay consistent is to be consistent in the thing that i'm promising that i'm going to do every day and then when i don't feel like doing it i don't judge myself i stopped judging myself i used to judge myself all the time like oh you're an idiot oh, why did you do it you're so stupid i used to do that all the time to myself i don't do that anymore what i think now is oh, why don't i want to do it what's stopping me how can i get over this how can i create the same value without having to show my face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, just, it's real, that's what it's at. And so by doing it every single day and promising that you'll do it for the next 30 days, 50 days, 90 days, whatever it is, you just keep to it and then you journal about it. And that consistency will show you things that uh, really you did not know about yourself or you kind of had an idea, but now it's brought into the open and now you can just address it and move forward, which is gold. All right, guys, that's my A to that Q. If you've got any other questions, please let me know. I'd love to answer any and all questions. Um, email them to reader at unboxyourgift.com. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe. Please write a review. Let me know your thoughts in writing. I would love to know. And uh, please share it. If you found this valuable, that someone else could benefit from this, then please do pay it forward uh, and help them find optimization and, cons and consistency in their own world. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. I truly appreciate it, guys. My advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift and together, let's unbox it. God bless.